All right, bottoms up. Woohoo! Welcome to the Chardonnay episode of Wine Some, Lose Some. I'm Jamie. I'm Jane. Here and we go. Here we go. Woo! So, the reason I say it like that is because, I mean, Chardonnay is the redheaded stepchild of white Jamie. wine. I got a dog on redheads. Jamie's a redhead. <laughs> but uh, it's just, it. unfortunately, people think of it as just not that good. I, like, it just it's gets that, kind of poo-pooed of just like, meh, Chardonnay. Like, even the way you say it is just like, meh. Yeah, it's got <laughs> a bad rap now. And I think, I could be wrong, but I think it's because California just murdered it. With right, they mass-produced it, they oaked the shit out of it, they are the reason, I mean, starting, like, back in, let's say, the mid to late 90s, there's a term in the wine world called ABC, mm -hmm. anything but Chardonnay. Yes. I would literally drink anything but Chardonnay. Like, yeah. it's like, and I'm the same way, you go to, not a restaurant, or a bar. Currently. You go to the grocery Aww. store and you look at but like let's say there was a wine list mm -hmm. and you see the wines by the glass if you're just gonna have a glass and you see a Pinot Gris, a Sauvignon Blanc, a Treviano from Italy, Chenin anything, Blanc. a Chenin Blanc, and then you see a Chardonnay, like literally you're you just automatically are like, okay, well I'll just pretend like the Chardonnay isn't there. there and yeah. Um so it's just kind of unfortunate that that's what's become of Chardonnay because it is the second most widely planted white wine grape in the world. Right. And it is grown in every single wine growing region in the world. Right. From Chile to New Zealand to England to all, all over Europe, obviously, yep. all over the all United, United States. States. It's yep. grown because can, it's basic. It is it the is. basic bitch and of you grapes can, to grow. You can grow it in... Like when it's warm, you can grow when it's cold. You, you know, it go. But so, that's the problem. Just growing, because you can, exactly. I mean, it originated in the northern part of France, in Burgundy, which is a cool climate region, and that's where it can actually have. That's where it shines. Right, it can actually have a liveliness. It can, mm -hmm. you know, taste like something. Right, and in all fairness, those buttery, oaky. You know, mass-produced Chardonnays from California. Some, some people, people love them. them. My mom started to love yep. them. My so. mother-in-law yep. loves her some Kendall Jackson. She goes bonkers for it. Okay, so we've put together a uh, lineup of uh, Old World and New World, two and two, Chardonnays. So we're starting with an Italian Chardonnay from a very northern Italy, the Alto Adige. Um, this is actually a really great winery. It's all women run at this point. Oh, I love that. It's like the fourth generation, generation great-great-granddaughter that now has taken it over. Um, Was it all female? I don't Probably think not, so. Because that seems... Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, but this is literally the little nook of Italy up where... Um, uh, Austria is to the north and Slovenia is to the east. Okay. Um, it, would that be near like Umbria? No, Umbria is Is it Umbria south? Why am I, what am I thinking of? That's right. Oh, Milan. Is it Milan? That's up mm. there? 
<laughs> Sorry, I have to spit. Uh, Milan's to the west. Okay, so I have it backwards. Yeah. Because I'm looking at you and more right. showing each other the backwards. When I'm pointing east, you're I'm pointing west. west. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Chardonnay isn't uh, like the most prominent white wine grape grown in this part of Italy, but again, it can grow there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, mainly you do see a lot of really amazing Sauvignon Blancs oh, okay. from up there and okay. Pinot Gris. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what the other biggest white, well, it's Chardonnay episode, so what else? Yeah, that's what, true. What else they grow doesn't really doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter, yeah. Um, but they'll take Italy, Pinot yeah. as well and some other indigenous, cooler climate red. Okay. Varietals. Um, but this is perfectly lovely. I really, the nose on this. It's all, it actually, beautiful. it has really, really, um, heavy, like apple fruitiness on the nose, but then it's perfectly it's, clean and crisp. Yeah. Um, it is all stainless steel. Mm. Mm -hmm. It, I can tell. Yeah. Cause you don't, there's no like vanilla, there's no, no soft, like yeah, it's, mallow. It's just really pleasant. I mean, and sure. Uh, you know, this is more of a basic entry-level wine. And, like, would a Chardonnay aficionado instantly pick this out as being a Chardonnay? Mm, probably not. It's, it, it like, it could be Chardonnay. Pinot Gris. Like, yeah, this does not scream Chardonnay. It has a really nice nose, but the flavor is, mm. it's, yeah, it's just would, easy. It's not. I probably would have thought this was a Pinot Gris. Yeah. Definitely. So, Elena Walt? Bulk. Volk. Okay. Because it's a German pronunciation. Oh, okay. Or Austrian. Austrian, right. Uh, so the W is a V. Okay. Elena Volk Chardonnay. And you said it's 2018? This one's 2018. Okay. So this one, so the, the interesting thing, and I think this is where Chardonnay has gotten a bad name. The cheap Chardonnays are, they taste cheap. Yeah. And that's what most people know because... Most people don't want to spend that much money on a Chardonnay, which I totally get. Mm -hmm. But once you take that next step up in price, they're really good. Mm -hmm. But that's the tricky part. Do you want to make that kind of investment into a Chardonnay? Right. Like, um, there's a real big contingent of people in Oregon and California, like a younger crowd, trying to make west coast chardonnay good again mm -hmm. and oregon has always made pretty good chardonnay yeah, but definitely. it comes with a price a yeah. pretty hefty price sometimes yeah um and for people who are still kind of reticent of like am i that into chardonnay do i want to pay 50 dollars like, right um so it'll be interesting to see kind of how that right. morphs over the next couple of years because if you want people to drink it if it's a really good un-oaked or neutral oak Chardonnay, I mean, I don't want that to be like a special occasion wine. You want right. it to be something you can enjoy yeah, in the summer. And, right. Well, and I'm just, I haven't gotten to Italy so much in my studying yet, but because um, we, all, we all know in France you can spend a lot of money on most of the wines there, depending on where you get them from and what. But, but you can also spend a very little amount. I mean, yes, Chardonnay is grown all, all over, over France. Absolutely, but I don't know so much with Italy does Italy have that massive price swing like France does I feel like most Italian wines are just overall a little on the 
less expensive side. Yes. They don't I mean, you, except for when you get into your Brunellos and your Barolos and your yeah, Barrescos. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the ones that are the... Red, the it's, for whites. Yeah, no, I mean... They're not really... You can if you wanted to. I would say the most expensive Italian whites that I come across are from Sicily. Oh. Grown, like, okay. on the, the slopes of Mount Etna. Okay. Because those are really highly sought after, mm. and they produce very specific wines. Okay. But otherwise... Is that yeah, where Nero de Vola is? Correct. Yeah. But that's not Mount Etna. No, no, right. it's, but, yeah. Uh, but it's Sicily. But um, Italians just treat their wine a little bit differently. It's like, mm -hmm. they drink it mm -hmm. a lot. A lot. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, it's just basic wine. Mm -hmm. I do like this one a lot. Mm -hmm. It's got the, like, the green apple, the fruitiness of it. Yeah, it's just nice. Yeah, it is. It's very pleasant. So back to price. This one, mm -hmm. the Italian... Um, it's like an $18 bottle of wine. Okay. So again, none of these are your cheap and cheerful everyday drinkers by right. any means. Okay. But I feel like Especially sometimes in, in this time of year, you want something that feels a little bit fancier because like it's yeah. so gloomy and dreary outside. Seriously. Um, and so. Yeah. I like this one. I would. Yeah. I, in the world. The for a Chardonnay, I would I would but just like as a, a wine in general, like it's just a really pleasing, yeah I pleasant would, yeah wine. this is an easy yeah. drinker yeah I'd give it like a six seven right. somewhere in there um and fun you know mm -hmm. I feel like in the, the 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 realm of not just Chardonnay but in the wine world like to try a wine from a different region of Italy that mm -hmm. it's like oh that's something fun and new and different yeah because if like. That's part of the fun of wine. Mm -hmm. And I get we all have our favorites right. that you get more than once and mm -hmm. always have on hand, but you want to have something different that it's like an, it's a fun new experience. I totally would not have thought this was Chardonnay. Right. And usually Chardonnay is one of the grapes that I'm It could almost be Sauvignon Blanc-ish. Right. It could be Pinot Gris. Yeah. It could, yeah. It's very, it could be a lot of different things. Yeah. And I, it's surprising because... I'm usually terrible at picking out what grapes things are, but for some reason Chardonnay is one of those I've always been able to peg. Not, not so this, this next one, I feel like, is easy to peg as Chardonnay. Mm. Uh, oh, French Chardonnay, especially Chablis, because Chablis is literally French Chardonnay. That's like yeah. that. It, it That's is the phenomenal. only thing allowed. Well, yes, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that is the birthplace of Chardonnay. Chardonnay just shines. In Chardonnay, um, France. Which is just, is it, it's just north of Burgundy, right? Or is it actually it is part Burgundy. of Burgundy? Okay. It is part of Burgundy. Okay. Um, Burgundy is kind of up and down. Yes. So, it is the northwestern portion of Burgundy, much closer to Paris and the Champagne region than the rest of Red wine growing burger. Right. For that. Yeah. Because it, it's like, if you were I looking at a map of Burgundy, or looking at a map of France, and it showed you where Burgundy was, it's like, there's this clump here, and then there's this clump here, and there's like space in between. It's not like one huge region. No, and it's a pretty 
Yeah, and so that's why it was because the Chablis is up north, and that's separate from the lower, even though that's all considered Burgundy. It's complicated. It is. As wine. Right. It's so complicated. Um, And they grow Chardonnay in the rest of Burgundy as well. Mm -hmm. They just treat it very differently, and the soil is different, which is what makes Chablis so incredibly special or... um, you can taste it. You mm-hmm. just literally can taste where because it is from. Su- South Burgundy is a little warmer. It's a little warmer, so, and this is all like the Chablis soils is cr- it's crazy. It is all um, old ocean bed, right? Like you, they still find to this day like rocks with shell imprints oh, wow. on them, or you even find little bits of oyster shells and like chalky limestone. It's crazy mm-hmm. how rocky the vineyard soil is right like it's got just it's white well in burgundy it, in rocks. general it's, yeah it's all rocks yeah. it's all but there's like white rocks just still just everywhere in the soil it's crazy. yeah yeah when you see the the vines planted it's like how did they plant them because it's nothing but rocks mm-hmm. there's no soil at all it's crazy like this is what chardonnay should taste like to me i mean uh so this particular um Domain, this is their entry-level Chablis. Okay. What they just call AC Chablis. Um, so it's from random different plots throughout Chablis. You know, it's not okay. from any one specific vineyard plot, which then would make it, like, uh, it would be a vineyard designate, or then it's just from, like, some of the Premier Crew or Grand Cru plots. Yeah. Um, so, you know, let's say with this one, there's probably grapes from 10 different Bits and parcels of vineyard land. Right, okay. Um, all put together. Um, and this one is one of the few that they make in stainless steel. All of their other Chablis, for the most part, they use the extra large neutral oak barrels. Right. What are those called? I Foudras. Foudras, okay. So, Vicaray and Fee? Is that how you say that? Vocaray. Vocaray. So, I mean... The, the fancier Chablis have a little bit more body to them, whereas this is really lean and minerally, which is right. what I like. Yeah, about. I like. Like, I it like makes this, like, the perfect wine to have with oysters or other shellfish. Like, mm-hmm. it just, yeah, they just it's, go together so perfectly. Right. And it's only 12.5, mm-hmm. which is good. So, Vaucare and Fee is the, the domain. Yep. And I think these guys are, like, crazy... Eighth generation at this point. Okay. I mean, and I know his son has his own label that he makes as well now too. Because okay. this guy, he's probably fifty-five ish. So his son is like thirty. Oh wow! And so his son is now making wine too, which is I mean that's kind of how it is. Yeah. Especially if yeah. you live in a town like Chablis. It's a very small town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just seems like that's kind of the way with wine and mm-hmm. the especially in the old world. In general, so it's very generational. Right. So, yeah, it's I like just it. good. It is. This definitely smells like a Chardonnay. Right, but and uh, it's not. It doesn't have any of those overly kind of fake fruit notes to it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's fruit there, but it's not. Yeah, in this your one's face. like compared to the first one, which was more like. Not tart in a negative way, but just there was more tang going on, right. like almost like there was a little citrus. But see, this is just apple, like wet sour. rock. Yeah, this is yeah. like more um, clean 
just and I like the minerality. Yeah. The most ridiculous meal I've ever had in my life was in Chablis. Not this winemaker, but the other Chablis winemaker that we went to visit. He actually let us stay at his house. Wow. And at first, like, we had booked a hotel room because as two women traveling alone, Mm -hmm. not that we were worried ever for a second in France. Right. But still, it was like, we don't know this. Like, Mm -hmm. so we were like, yeah, we'll, we'll come see you and, you know, visit the winery and walk through the vineyards and blah, blah, blah. And then he was very curt and he was like, well, where are you girls staying? And we're like, well, we have a hotel room. He's like, no, you will stay with us. And, and at first, like, my friend and I, we talked about it to, with each other, and we're like, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah, at least you guys are together. Uh, right. Um, and, again, classic, either, like, older person or, again, somebody who lives in the country giving you the directions where it's like, you pass the oak tree... And then you go another thousand yards, oh, and then it's the third driveway on the right. Like it's yeah, like those kind of directions where we're like, yeah, okay, we're obviously never going to find this place. Yeah, but we do, and we pull up. His house looks like a lodge in Aspen. They had an indoor pool. Jesus, he had a brand new Alfa Romeo, and he wasn't even a showy guy. Mm-hmm. But like, we were just like. What? Oh my god. It was crazy. And he was super, super nice, but also you could tell he didn't get out of the house much. But luckily his wife was there as well, which, and instantly we get there and we feel comfortable. Uh And she is the classic French woman. And this again is maybe five years ago, maybe four. Okay. Let's say five. Okay. She smokes the entire time while she's cooking dinner under the kitchen vent. Oh my god. Because it was G- uh, February that we were there. Okay. Um, so it was really cold outside. Yeah. And, you know, she's multitasking. Oh, my God. Like, that God. duck isn't going to graze itself. Yeah. It was just so, so French. And this meal she made us, we each had a half of a duck. Jesus. Roasted with, like, these caramelized carrots. She made cream of chestnut soup. Uh, and what, wow. some other thing. And the chestnut soup, like, it wasn't like a starter size of soup. It was like the giant mm-hmm. bowl and cream. cream it was heavy. so heavy. Like, you would tell there was a ton of butter, a ton of wine, oh, and cream and in duck, it. duck, which is well, Right, and then rich. dinner comes, and it's a whole half a duck, and maybe like some potatoes or something, which duck is so rich. And, I mean, it was, they were the most gracious host and clearly i think i can't even remember his story but he he had had a whole other career mm-hmm. and then on a lark they bought this property in chablis and he decided to make wine because wow. he wasn't even like that into talking about his wine he wanted to talk about other wine so with dinner he literally was just like oh yeah go pick something and he had all these crazy like older super fancy burgundy red burgundies we opened so many wines, and so I remember, like, I barely even could eat much of my duck after eating this whole bowl of chestnut. The chestnut soup was amazing, but it was sure. like, well, that's a meal. Like, yeah. And after dinner, like, maybe we took a decent break, but then out of nowhere, he pulls out the cheese course. Oh, my God. And I'm <laughs> not kidding. 
the box of cheese was like if you got the giant sheet cake from like Costco, Costco. and there was no less than a dozen cheeses. And it's just like, oh my God. And my, my friend and I would just look at each other. We're like, we can't not eat. It would be rude. Right. But like, so we can't eat anything else. Oh it God. was crazy. It was crazy. But it was amazing. I'm sure. That sounds but. absolutely amazing. That's my goal to do something like that soon. And then I think, well, it might have even been, because no, you have dessert and then you have cheese. Right. So after the duck was cleared and then he brings out like these really great like little chocolate cakes and petite fours and we have those and then not that long after the cheese, oh, it was crazy. That's insane. It was crazy. So yeah, this is just... I like this. It's just really good. It is. It's clean, easy. Mm -hmm. Yep. And really, for entry level Chablis, it's twenty bucks. Oh yeah. Ish. I okay. mean, depending on where you're buying it from. Chablis like, overall is going to be a little pricier. Is that kind of the standard? Than what? Than like the Chardonnays you can find around, you know, from Washington or California that are, you know. I don't know, but sometimes even Washington Chardonnays. Well, yeah, like, they really can be, but like. You know, like we were talking about Chateau Neuf de Pop, you're never going to find that for less than, you know, 35 bucks. bucks 35 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Chablis, I mean, Chablis, could you find a Chablis for 12 bucks? No. Okay. Never. Okay. So Unless yeah, it's so from it's, California. <laughs> where you I think, Francia, I think they still do get away with putting Francia has, Chablis on the label. Yeah, because Francia right. has one that says Chablis. Yeah. So no, a French Chablis will never be, maybe, yeah, I think... 18, 19, okay. 20 is That's kind of like sweet. Yeah. Okay. And then if you want like the next level up where it's going to be like a, like a, either a premier crew or. Yeah. I mean, premier crew is really going to cost you about 35, 40. Okay. Uh, but like one that's at least a vineyard designate or something right. a little bit more special. And then, then maybe you take the jump to 25, 28, 29. Okay. And... So wine number three. Okay, so now we're moving out of the old world, old world. into the new into world. Into the new world. With our Oregon wine. Okay. Um, so this is from Brick House, which okay. is a really great, totally organic and biodynamic winery oh. in I mean, I guess technically their address is probably Dundee. Okay. This or this Newburgh. Is it uh, I think their address it says they're Newburgh. Newburgh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, but it's, their Chardonnay is the Ribbon Ridge Chardonnay, and Ribbon Ridge is the smallest AVA in Oregon. I think all of their wines are Ribbon Ridge. Oregon Chardonnay. Oregon Chardonnay. It's trying to become a thing, and I, for me, I would say it's half working. I, I just am not. I agree. I'm not sure, like, what the end goal is because the really good Oregon Chardonnays are kind of, they're just ridiculously expensive as well, far as and, I'm concerned. But that's also the problem, too, is some of the shitty ones, they charge that much just because of where they are, even though I don't think it warrants the price. Just like some Pinot Noirs out of Oregon, they'll charge, like, I was just talking right. about that one, for $55, and it was crap. I'm like, right. I would I would have... It didn't mind it if it was a twelve dollar bottle, but at a for if you're going to charge me fifty five dollars for that, it's crap. Well, and I get that some places like 
you know, if it's a small family run winery, like at some point no, you yeah. have to you charge have to that much to even make like you, yeah, yeah. To even cover the cost of just everything that went into getting wine into that bottle. But right. I feel like for the most part, people aren't as into paying that much for white wine. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. It is really good. Um, it's really good. But it's very different from the Chablis. It, it is. I mean, it's it's similar in that... But know, it's, it's, got, it's the, got a... Like a different mm, viscosity. Like it's kind of thicker in a weird way. Not a bad way. No. But it's just different. It's almost more like the in-between, the first one kind, and the second yeah. one. Yeah. But there's not as much minerals as I would want mm-hmm. there to be. No. Which I get. The soil is totally different. Right. So there aren't going to be. But this one has a little more of the tart, like green apple than the Chablis did. Mm-hmm. But it's also kind of soft in an odd way. Like I well, want it to be a little crisper. Right. Um, so this one is kind of... I wonder um, if it went through any mallow. I... It's still pretty crisp, but it doesn't seem creamy. No, it's not. I don't think it, it did, but it barrel, does do. Though. Right. But it's all neutral. Oh, it's all neutral. It's all okay. neutral but it still gives it that softness. It does. So it it, it changes it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and this one. Um, so as oh, we did this not only somewhat geographically east to west. We did it by price. So we started least, oh. and then so this one now we've taken the jump into a twenty two, twenty three ish okay. dollar bottle. Okay. Um, but this is also their entry level Chardonnay, which. Then they have Chardonnays that you can easily spend fifty six like reserves and stuff. Right. Okay. Yeah, this is really good. I I like this one. I like the Chablis better. Um, I don't know. I feel like this one has more going on than the oh. Chablis. I do. See, and I just feel like it. The first taste is good, but then it just like kind of goes away. Maybe it's it because dissipates. the first one and this one to me are less like total Chardonnay where the Chablis like as soon as I smell it I was like that's Chardonnay but like, that's good Chardonnay yeah absolutely but I'm not a huge fan of that so I think that's why I like these other two better because right. they taste more like something else is going on there yeah you know I can see that and here's the other question uh, obviously the Chablis is not would not be the case but would these be 100% Chardonnay oh they all are okay they all are the Chablis obviously well the yes. Chablis for sure and, I mean because you can technically mix. You could. With these, there would just be no reason to. I mean, in Oregon, yeah, I think, what is it? The requirement's 90%. So you could put it on the label as long as it's 90% of that grape. Okay. So, yes, all of these These are are 100%. 100%. I mean, honestly, I guess, though, do I... For the last one, I should not be so Alex Trebek and... Be Who sure knows? of that because it doesn't have to be. Right. I like this. It's maybe I need this one colder. Maybe. Whereas the Chablis, I like it this temperature. Yeah. This is literally, so I would say it's 60 degrees. The yeah. wine is. We put that bitch in the freezer. Well, because it wasn't cold. But, it was but, but then it cold. sat out for 30 yeah. minutes at least. So this is true, like cellar temp, mm-hmm. which for Chablis and works. Whereas that, this. That could also be with both of these. But this one would have been the coldest because we started with it. Because we started with it. That's true. Okay. 100% Chardonnay. It is. Okay. All right. You ready? So, yeah. So, we're going. Okay. So, we are sorry to disappoint you this this 
one because we don't have a celebrity wine this time. But we it's a this impossible to find unless we Kurt do. Russell is listening because Kurt Russell yeah. has his own winery in Santa Barbara and he has a sharp he names all of his wines after um, the women in his life that he loves. And he makes a goldie Chardonnay. Right. And it's very hard to get our hands on. And my southern rep was a failure for me. It actually doesn't smell really. So it, it could smell a lot worse. And I'm surprised it's not as like really yellow as right. I thought it would be. Like more like straw. So even though we didn't get a celebrity wine, this wine in is the on, Chardonnay is world. It's drinking by a lot of celebrities. Yes. And it is like a celebrity in of itself because most people who are aware of wine, are aware of... Rombauer. Rombauer. So, yeah, it is... I mean, these guys have been around since, like, the early 80s. Okay. Um, Honestly, I don't even know what other wines they make. Mm -mm. It is so synonymous with Chardonnay, and I'm sure they make Cab and... uh, Who knows? Who knows what else? Yeah. But, like, Chardonnay has become... I mean, it is their money-making wine. Right. Like, by far. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it says Carneros on there. So, that's, like, south in between Napa and Sonoma, yeah? Correct. Yeah. Clo- a little bit closer towards the coast. Closer towards the coast, at the bottom of... It's, like, actually shared in Napa and Sonoma. Correct. And yeah. so, it's, like, Sonoma... Well, yeah. using Back hand gestures yeah. like anybody can see me. Yeah. But it's, like, Sonoma right towards the, the ocean, then Napa... Not parallel to each other, yes. and then Carneros is like is the bottom, right? That shares both. Okay, um, <sighs> I'm nervous. It's it doesn't smell as bad. This as I, is not as buttery oaky as I was expecting. But I think it one. So the thing I get instantly off the smell, this puppy is fourteen and a half percent alcohol. You can, you can feel the burn. You the, can you can throat. smell the burn already. Mm-hmm. That's a lot for white, especially. <gasps> you see that now often. But, <laughs> It is really alcoholic. Yeah. Which the thing is that I don't get, like, for it being like this, the the the, the housewife wine, the rich housewife wine. Mm-hmm. You drink this at three o'clock in the afternoon, and you wouldn't Ooh, even make well, it to dinner. They're all alcoholics anyway, so I know, but probably like I should. But Lord knows they don't eat, so it's like this on an empty stomach, yeah. and you oh, are tits up. I, yes, I would die. So, it doesn't, see, I was just about to say, it doesn't taste as bad as I thought it would. It, like, coats your tongue, though. I was expecting it to be way Mm -hmm. more vanilla, buttery. This is way different than I was expecting it to be. It's not awful, but here's the worst part of it. It's $40 a bottle. Yeah, so I bought it on sale at Fred Meyer. Because it seemed like a really good deal. It, like 36-ish. Okay. Because I feel like it yeah. was right after Christmas. Okay. Anyhow. And so, because yeah, usually it's in the 40s. Yeah. Like that much under 40. I was like, all right, like we're going to have fun with this. Yeah. I can't. No? It's just too much. Like, and I get, it's not too much oak necessarily. No, no. The oak is actually relatively it's, like, they didn't. Overdo it with the oak. Um, it's the alcohol and just like, and I don't, I don't know if it's just the alcohol or just because of they use just enough oak that it's it's like thick. Yeah, and I like it doesn't. 
I don't get like vanilla. I don't get a lot of apple or pear even. No, but I don't get any vanilla. Nine months in American and French oak barrels, only one third of it being new. Oh, okay. So it isn't. So like that's crazy. why it isn't. Yeah, a crazy, that's why like, I'm not getting like vanilla, spitting vanilla. splinters. Yeah. I mean, that, like, yeah. it sits heavier on your tongue, but I don't get, like, a super creamy or buttery. Oh, it did go into my elastic. Okay. Which, when you were stored every two weeks, you have the wine-rich flavors and a creamy texture. It just, it surprises me. Um, I mean, yeah. Because it's not, even though it went through that and it does have new oak and all that, it's not over the top. I was expecting it to be over the top. Like, <sighs> like Kendall Jackson to me is way over the top. At least last time I had it. Which has been it is it's pretty like I mean I just it it, first of all uh, the price point on this I would never buy it no it's just and I mean and sure and at some point with a wine like this you are buying its name you are you are you're not Mm -hmm. I mean is this twice as good as the Chablis no no and sure they're totally subjective it's subjective Um, but. Like, yeah, you're just, you're buying the name and the label and that, I mean, it's one of the wines where it's, people buy it because they've been buying it and they know what they're going to get and yeah. that's all that kind of matters. Absolutely. It's, it's the Louis Vuitton. I mean, it's not that fancy, but you know what I mean? Like right. people buy Louis Vuitton just because it's Louis Vuitton. It's not necessarily, well, I've seen a lot of Louis Vuitton stuff that looks like crap and you're right. like, what are you doing? And so much wine is like all about the name, just like everything else. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, it's all part of the, the it, game like, that Rombauer somehow managed to hit at the hey, right time. And and now, right. It's like a following. It's like. Right. It's the same with Bouv Coucou. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely. The most or basic. Crystal. Well, yeah. But, but still, still, is it that good? No. Yeah. Right. You're buying the name and you're buying this. Yeah. The. The. Oh, see me drinking this. See me in this car. Mm-hmm. See me with this purse. Yeah. Like, it's silly. Yeah. Um, so, what have we learned? We've learned, for me, I've learned that sometimes when something, when a Chardonnay is done in barrel and has mallow, that it's not completely over the top. Right. It might actually be drinkable still. In, for my palate. Right. But again, So, the I'm biggest not, problem, though... It depends. Depending on how you treat it, it can taste so different. It's just all right. over the place. No, it's crazy. It's, I mean, I would say these, like the Oregon and the Italian were actually pretty similar. Yeah. But it's funny because Oregon wants to model most of their wine after France. Oh. And that couldn't taste any further from the French one to me. It, they were very different. Very different. Very and sure, different. soils, like you can yeah. only, you can only want to be like France so much until you're like, well, our dirt's we're different. Not like same. we're not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what were your, what was your favorite one? I think my favorite one was the Brick House from okay. Oregon. The Oregon? I think that was my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Um, but honestly, the Brick House, the um, Elena Volk and the Chablis, I would any one of those I would consume. The Rombauer, I, I like if somebody brought it over and that was all we were drinking, I would drink it. It'd be fine, but there's no way in hell. Yeah, but how much, much of it could you drink? Yeah, exactly. It would have to be with a heavy, right. like bready meal of some sort. That oh, see, I think 
try the Chablis after having the Rondar. I'm going to. It's so refreshing. It's Unbelievably good. delicious. It is really good. It really is. It really is good. Especially, I mean, yeah. and, and that's, sometimes you have to do side-by-sides yeah. with wine to see what you do or don't like. Right. Because you need something to compare it to. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Because if it's just like, oh, it's five o'clock, I just need a glass of wine, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't really matter, okay, right. fine. But if it's, if you really want to try to understand more about what you like or don't like or right. what the difference is between two different grapes, mm-hmm. you kind of have to take them side by side with something else. Yes, especially with Chardonnay because yeah. it is so different depending on how it's handled right. or where it's grown. All the elements... More so than probably most grapes. What I was, what did I make the comparison to it being the egg, where you can poach it, you can boil oh, right. it, like it's all you can scramble it, you can, can right. yeah. But and then that's why Chardonnay is so widely grown because mm-hmm. it's very malleable. Yeah, you can it can grow in a lot of different conditions, mm-hmm. you know. And if if those conditions are warmer or cooler, you can do things to it and manipulate it. Right. To suit that, but that also ends up with it just being all over the place of like, yes. well, which kind of shirt name am I gonna yeah. get? I have no idea. Yeah. And a, a lot of people, at least uh, people that I know that like Chardonnay, they find one they like and that's what they buy. Right, exactly. They just they keep buy. buying it. Right. Yeah. They're not going to yep. recreate the wheel and be like, oh, exactly. well, I'm gonna branch out and try a different yep. Chardonnay. Tonight. My aunt is all about La Crema. La crema, la crema, that's all right. she buys. My mom, I mean, she kind of moves around a lot, but um, she loves her Sutter home, you know, Chardonnay. She's just easy, you know. Now I just, I don't even, what does it taste like? Uh, I might have some if you want to try it. Um, it's probably more on the buttery. Well, I, yeah. But like, Which compared to this, how much oakier is it? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Speaking of a side-by-side. Let's compare a three dollar right, I mean, bottle of wine. This to a- episode might actually lead to an even deeper dive into Chardonnay, <laughs> and maybe we won't record it for you know to save everyone from it. But from like now, I'm curious of like if you went to the grocery store and bought five California Chardonnays. Mm-hmm. I mean, what price point? All the different price points. Uh, okay, let's go twenty five and less. Okay. So maybe we weed out the ten and unders. Okay. So we go so no twelve dollars to twenty four dollars. Okay. You got a twelve dollars spread. All California. All California. Deep that deep. would be kind of that would fun. be kind of fun. I feel like that would be a good thing to do with a lot of different varietals. Yeah, I mean, I'm just more curious. Like I am too, because I feel like with certain varietals, you're still gonna get. Like, let's say you did that with Sauvignon Blanc from one specific place. Right. Well, they're all going to have a very common thread. Right. In California, would they? No. Well, this is like we were talking about the blind tasting that we want Kristen or Mandy to help us with. Right. Doing stuff like this. We get to do a whole series of blind tastings of... I know. It's just so hard because we need someone we trust to go buy the wine. Well, Kristen and Mandy, I trust implicitly. But then they have to have parameters. Right. Well, we give exactly. them parameters. Yeah. They would follow those parameters, and we just go for it. Absolutely. Mm. You know, one thing we need to do at some point is start a Patreon because <laughs> these wines are getting spendy. I know. We need sponsors. I know. Yeah. I know. I don't know where we get those sponsors, but if anyone has ideas, just hit, hit us up. Yeah. Well, they have the Patreon thing that you can do. It's like a whole thing where people can donate to you. 
It's like a GoFundMe, but it doesn't sound well, like I'm just asking for money. It's through the podcast world. And it's called Patreon. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. So we, ha- I didn't start one yet because I figured we need to at least, you know, like dip our but feet But then in I first. just feel like we still have to let people know we have that. And so then we still so have every to hawk po- ourselves and be like, so every help pod- us, we're poor. Yeah, exactly. Every podcast I've listened to that has one, they like do, okay, like, oh, hey, if you want to help us and c- contribute to our Patreon, it's this. And and the huh. way they work, you can either do like a donation or you do like a monthly do- donation. And it can be as much as a dollar a month or whatever. It's not like huh. you have to support by this much or that much right. or whatever. No, I mean, just, that's a neat idea. Yeah, because even if somebody supports a dollar, it's a dollar less that's coming out of our pocket. Huh. Because when you're buying stuff like Rombauer, it's It ain't made. cheap, man. <sighs> or shit enough to pop. Right. Seriously. But so, I took one for the team. Yeah, well, and I did And now we know. And now I, I hope you'll see your mom soon. I will, yes. <laughs> I'll give that to super. her. Well, and I was going to get the Goldie. From Kurt Russell, but it was really even expensive. through my distributor, it was, it was $45. I know, yeah. So I don't even know what it retails for. I think on his website it's 60 Okay. And 50 or 60 a lot for a Chardonnay, in Whoa, my opinion. Kurt Russell made it. Oh, then never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> there is no, you cannot put a price on their love. No, you really can't. I mean, because really you're can't. getting. Because it's timeless. Yeah. I, yeah, because I actually, I don't think I've ever had a Santa Barbara Chardonnay. I don't uh, know when I, I would have. Right, there. but so. I don't know when I would. I mean, it's not a common thing, but I've it's not had, like you see them at the store. No, right? you don't see them very often up here. I mean, I. I'm, you don't see much Santa Barbara wine in general. No, you have to see, well, if you're, I notice it more just because I used to live there, so it stands out yeah. to me. But yeah, when I used to go wine tasting down in San Ynez and Santa Barbara, there, I mean, a lot of them had Chardonnays. In California, you see them more, but mm-hmm. up, here, up here, like people like the their Napa the Chard- buttery yeah, Chardonnay, and find that's what more works. of yeah. that. Yeah, you'll see some from Santa Barbara, but not very often. Okay, so you go. Oregon's your favorite. Well, I go France. Going back to the Chablis, though. Uh-huh. Oh, maybe let me go back to the Brick House now, because maybe. You know, I think again. Also, I when like, wine stays open, it changes too. Right. I like the Chablis because it's the lowest in alcohol. Yeah. What is it? I'm getting old. Right. But it's you just you just don't feel like ugh. You know what I mean? Like higher alcohol wines, they just weigh you down a little bit. See, and I really like the Brickhouse too. But going back to the Chablis, I really love. I, like I like them in different. I would say sure. they're equal. I just, in different ways, with different well, things. with different things, right. Like, the, the Oregon one, I would not have that with oysters. I think that having the Chablis and then having the Brickhouse after, it doesn't make the Brickhouse as delightful as going the other direction. Yeah, and it tastes really alcoholic to me all of a sudden. And what, uh, what was 13, this 13 and change. 13-2. But, I mean. But this was fun. This was fun for, you know, and like I've always said, Chardonnay's not necessarily my number one. Right, and then that's the whole thing. It yeah. isn't most people's. Most people's, but this is the thing. Trying all these, I'm like, I actually liked every single right. one of these. I would drink every single one of these. I would buy three of them. Right. I would not buy the Rombauer just because of its price point. I would See, never but spend but if I knew that's what it tasted like, I don't think I would buy it at any price point. 
Um, if I knew it, I wouldn't seek well, it out. One, I would see the alcohol and be like, nope. Well, that like, too. I don't want a white wine that's no that I, high of alcohol. But if I was at someone's house and that's what they were pouring, sure. I would I would drink it with no problem. Sure. I wouldn't sit there and go, God, I have to suffer through this. You right. know what I mean? Like I would totally drink that. It would be fine. I like. I would go to my car and get. A different bottle of wine that I would undoubtedly have in my car. Like, well, right. oh, that's what you're saying. I know. Unfortunately, the last thing I had in my car was Wicked Pickle Whiskey. So, mm. <laughs> so I'd take Ron Bauer over that. Yeah. yeah. So now we have wine to sit and drink, and we're going to map out the next months of our lives. Yep. Yep. In we're going to try to be more regular about... Well, and we just want... Like, I think this episode, for me at least, like, I like the... Focus, like mm-hmm. the real, like I, laser I like focus, focus. Yeah. of all right, and it doesn't always have to be a specific grape or even a specific region, but just like, a, like okay, having more of a, a right. plan, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it, I think our listeners will appreciate that because right. I know they like to learn more and not hear us just babble on about bullshit. Right, because we can do that too. <laughs> we will do that also, right? Because that's inevitable. So till next time. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happily, yeah, Wine Down Wednesday. That's right. Okay. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.